Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today's message, something that I really believe we need to take a hold of, is the war in the mind. And how do we control our mind? How do we, how do we bring our minds under and be in line with the truth of where our mind doesn't trail off, our mind doesn't think things that it shouldn't think? And how do we bring that into control? Well, I like what Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Now, I love this word transformed. The word transform is where we get our word metamorphosis from. So what is the purpose for a metamorphosis? That he may prove what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. The first thing that happens when the word of God comes to you is revelation. It reveals truth. The more you attend to the word, the quicker it takes transformation in your life. The word Revealed begins to work of on transforming you to deals with your thinking, your attitude, your personality, your behavior. It affects and changes your life. As it continues its course, it will take you to manifestation. And see, that's the great thing about 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a as glass, the glory of the Lord are changing into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Now, metamorphosis is a change as a result of something, a change through association. Change and metamorphosis is the same Greek word. So we see here, according to 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5, it says this, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now your imagination is the same as your reasoning process. Paul says that you must, what you must do is cast down reasoning and then bring your thoughts into captivity. Now how do we do that? How do I bring my thoughts in? To captivity. How many times have you just been sitting around and, and a thought would come to your mind and that thought wasn't right? And the first thing you, th you thought was, where did that thought come from? Because you got to understand how powerful your thoughts are. Your thoughts brings presence into your life. In other words, what you think about is going to show up. You know, the Bible said that a man that committeth adultery in the book of Proverbs he lacks understanding. Now, what does he not understand? He doesn't understand that if you think about something long enough, you're going to do it. It's going to show up. Your thoughts, it's kind of like the law of attraction. If you know what the law of attraction is, the law of attraction is, is what, you be, what you are is what's going to come to you. What you are is what's going to show up to you. That's why you don't see uh, you know, a lot of lawyers and a lot of uh, drug addicts hanging out together on the street. Because one of them is going one direction and one is going the opposite direction. So a lot of times we hang out with who we're like because that's the law of attraction. That's what happens when we begin to think about things and think about situations. You know, if you, if you ever 
ever notice people hang out with people that think like they think? If people think highly, uh, more highly than you do, you're not going to hang out with them because it's going to cause you to grow. That's going to cause you to change your process. And that's the kind of people you need around you. It's people that are changing you to be better than you are, to change your thought about what you may look at some things. You know, the difference in a man that's wealthy and a man that's in poverty is his knowledge. The difference in a man well and a man sick is his, his knowledge. So it's all about the what knowledge and the wisdom of God that brings us to a place that we can cast down the things that we're thinking in our mind. So your mind is a computer lab. And your mind is a hard drive that is stronger than the hard drive in your Apple or in your uh, HP or whatever you may use. you got to understand something. that the, what, what you think about is going to show up in your life. Your attitude, your personality, your thinking. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, Whatsoever man thinketh in his heart, that's what that man is. So whatever you think about, that's what's going to show up in your life. So he said that we need to present our bodies and be transformed by renewing our minds, changing the way we think, changing the way we think about situations. Now, if you think about somebody that's very, very wealthy and you think about somebody that's struggling paycheck to paycheck, what's the difference? The one that's wealthy knows something you don't know. And the bottom line is a lot of times we won't spend time with that guy that knows something because we feel intimidated or we feel like we don't measure up so we don't grow and everybody needs a mentor in their life that's going to take them from this point to this point so they can grab hold of who they really are. See God has great plans for you and his plans for you are good and not evil and they have an expected end but you've got to change the way you think to begin to think like God. You know 1 Corinthians is that you and I have the mind of Christ. We, we just don't know that we could. We can think like God thinks as we begin to feed ourselves with the word word as we begin to read that word and, and speak that word into our lives that word begins to transform us that word begins to change us and that word begins to consume us and that's what God's looking for in our lives a way that we can change how we think if I can change what you think I can change how you behave that is the beauty of grace